Welcome to Perspectives on Perseverance with Dr. Mark Ballard, President of Northeastern Baptist College in Bennington, Vermont. At NEBC, we are committed to developing the mind of a scholar, the heart of a shepherd, and the perseverance of a soldier. This podcast seeks to provide biblical, historical, and contemporary perspectives on perseverance that will help you persevere in your walk with the Lord and in your service to Him, to His people, and His creation. Welcome to the 10th episode of Perspectives on Perseverance. Join me as we consider a couple examples of perseverance today. Dr. Ballard, can you believe it's our 10th episode? It's amazing, Joe. Time really flies. Yeah, and you know what's even cooler about this is this is our last episode for the year of 2019. So we've made it through our first full semester of Perspectives on Perseverance. Well, that's pretty cool. It's also the last episode of the decade. And by the way, uh, Joe, congratulations on persevering for a whole decade. Hey, thank you for that congratulations. I've actually been alive for two full decades now. How about you? A little more than two decades there, Joe. Oh, man, I would have thought it would have been just two. (laughs) Well, Dr. Ballard, I I appreciate the the fun and the banter. Um, But as we come to the end of 2019, I think it's a really important time um, because people start to consider what are my priorities going to be for next year. And uh, you decided recently to write a book called Priorities, and and I think that would be really helpful. And I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind if we had some... Q&A about that book today. Actually, I would really love to, Joe. You know, um, I usually spend this time of the year, like a lot of people do, reflecting on the past and prioritizing for the future. And uh, I do that on a regular basis. I do it annually, but then I do it every month and every week. And to some degree, I do that every day. So uh, priorities are an important part of life. And I would love to uh, talk about uh, the book Priorities. Yeah, yeah, and that'd be great, and I'm just going to, on the front end, say to our listeners that President Ballard's book, Priorities, Reaching the Life God Intended, can be found on Amazon or on NEBC's website. Uh, You can also find it in Barnes & Noble, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Joe. Awesome, awesome. Well, President Ballard, the first question is is probably the biggest question about the book. Why did you write it? (laughs) Well, it was a priority of mine. No, (laughs) that's a good answer. (laughs) Actually, Joe, I have learned through the years that a lot of people struggle uh, with priorities. Uh, some people struggle with uh, even having a priority list or, or really thinking about priorities. Others really do focus in on, hey, what should the priorities of my life be? And uh, they will they might even make a list and hang them up in the bathroom or on the refrigerator or something like that to remind them of them, but then they actually never begin to adjust their lives to those priorities. Uh, others try, and uh, then they kind of end up falling short. In fact, uh, I tell a story in the book about a business that I ran across that uh, makes a living by people's uh, giving up on their priorities and not persevering with them. So you can read about that sometime in the book. Yeah, yeah. I actually did read about that in the book. Oh, you've uh, read it? I, I have read your book. Oh, President wow. Ballard. I, 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 I didn't think you it. had time with all of the stuff you got going on in your life. So, <laughs> Well, it's good uh, to know. I made it a priority. And uh, <laughs> just to beat that dead horse. Um, but one of the things I noticed in the book, which is just so common among my conversations with you, is you talk a lot about the theological history of New England. Uh-huh. Uh, you weave into that the purpose of Northeastern Baptist College, which uh, I'm so thankful you mentioned that in priorities. If anything's taught me priorities in my own life, it's been my experience at Northeastern Baptist College. But you also mention uh, quite a few guys in your book 
um, that are a big part of the theological history of New England, and you talk about them overcoming certain obstacles, and seeing how this is the Perspectives on Perseverance podcast, could you link together uh, perseverance and priorities uh, in, in a way that you do in your book? Well, uh, there's several things that I do with that, uh, Joe, in the book. But the fact is, is I have a entire section on persevering in your priorities. Because very often what happens is we, we, we do, especially this time of year, we think about that. You know, we prioritize our life. We say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to save certain money. We're going to exercise more, whatever it is we're going to do. And uh, we get off to a good start and uh, things are going along. But pretty soon it becomes difficult to keep that uh, change going in our life. And uh, we've all heard the old adage that if you uh, can do it three weeks, uh, then it's, it actually becomes a part of your life. And yet many of us have done it for a month or two months, and then we forget all about those priorities. So there's yeah, a I, lot of things that go against us. I've got a few gym memberships like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no doubt. And and they get costly when you're not using They certainly do. They certainly do. <laughs> month to month is always my favorite plan. Uh, absolutely. So really what we do in uh, the book is we talk about how can we really uh, persevere hmm. in in that process. So. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. And, um, you know, you mentioned Roger Williams. Uh-huh. Uh, you mentioned uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. You uh-huh. mentioned D.L. Moody, which we've already talked about, D.L. Uh-huh. Moody. Um, do you think that God used them in part because they had their priorities right? Uh, I do. I, I think that uh, having your priorities in the right order are important. Uh, I think uh, certain priorities are the same for every believer. Uh, but then, uh, but then the priority list changes based upon uh, your station in life, what God has called you to do, and so forth. Now, obviously, our number one priority for every believer is your personal walk with the Lord, and and that is something we talk about in the book. Um, if you're married, you have a wife and children; uh, they are important in your priority list uh, there as well. If you're a pastor, certainly uh, that ministry or whatever your ministry is. But, you know, there are things that are unique to each person about their priorities and uh, understanding our priorities, uh, putting them uh, down on paper and then actually looking at our schedule, looking at our our, our finances, uh, what we do with money, uh, looking at what we do with our our time, our talents, uh, all of that really reveals whether or not we're really living out those priorities that are on a piece of paper. Mm, that that's a good that's that's really helpful and uh, and I can think of experiences in my life where I, I know my priorities were out of whack and uh, everything I tried seemed to fail uh, because it just it didn't start with the right priorities of my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the sections in your book, uh, this is is going back a little bit more to how priorities relate to perseverance, but you talk about Haggai. I know I've heard you preach through the book of Haggai and. Uh, Frankly, there are a lot of points about priorities in the book of Haggai. Now, wait just a minute, Joe. Let's be clear for our listeners. You did not hear me preach through the whole book of Haggai in one setting. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't have the patience for that or the priority to do that. But uh, but maybe someday I'll persevere through that. <laughs> we'll, we'll try Psalms sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now um, it's the end of the year, folks. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're we're getting everything out, so next year's better. Um, one of the sections that I really liked is is how God exposes His plan 
And in Haggai, we see that obedience led to a further revelation of God's will Mm -hmm. for his people. Um, And some of that was just his people ignoring what he had revealed. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, we see that in the the large national aspect of Israel. But in my personal life and in your personal life, um, priorities don't mean that if we mess them up, we're, we're just done for, do they? Oh, that's a very, very good point, and they probably, that could happen if you ignore them long enough, or or it could be a delay, but the good news is, is whenever God confronts you about your priorities, uh, when you recognize that, you know what, my priorities are messed up, that is actually God giving you an opportunity to confess that as sin and get back on track, and so, so I think it's important because sometimes what happens is, is we'll try for a while to follow those priorities. God begins to expose his plan more for us step by step, and we're doing well, and things are going good, and then something happens that throws us off track completely. And uh, maybe it's just a bad day or, or whatever. And so then the next day, when we start thinking about our priorities for the day, we kind of just throw up our hands and say, oh, what's the use? I blew it yesterday. I'm done. Um, but you know what's really important, Joe, uh, in that is understanding that when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. In fact, I don't, I don't know how many more questions you got, but let me just take a second uh, to expound on that particular issue a little bit more. And it goes all the way back to my teenage years. Um, I, I was struggling uh, with a lot of different things uh, regarding my time and how I was going to use my time. And as I said earlier, Joe, you know, your priorities really are demonstrated by how you use your time, your talents, and your treasures. And so I was struggling over my time. I, I was very busy. My, my mother had passed away. I was working um, of a job to pay for my own expenses, uh, also to contribute to the needs that my dad had at the time. Uh, I was working pretty much six days a week. I was going to school. I uh, preached uh, somewhere in southern Colorado on the weekends. And so I was, I was very, very busy. And one particular week, uh, as I was living out the priorities for my life, I really struggled to find the time to study for my sermon the next Sunday. And uh, there, I had opportunities. There were times I could have done it. But I was just kind of frustrated at uh, my own schedule and just said, you know what, I'm, just, I'm not going to study right now. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And before I knew it, uh, Sunday came around. And by the way, all you pastors out there, uh, don't ever forget what Chuck Swindoll said about that. Uh, You must never forget the relentless return of the Sabbath. Because every Sunday morning, uh, whatever time your church starts, uh, for me back in those days it was 11 o'clock, you've got to be ready to preach whether you like it or not. And uh, no matter what your week has been. And so this particular week, I had put it off and put it off. And then as Saturday came around, I actually had some things come up that was so busy, I didn't get to use any Saturday time to study at all. And so Sunday morning, I I had to drive for two hours to get to where I was going to preach. And uh, man, I, I got up, I got ready, uh, grabbed my Bible, had no idea what I was going to preach all the way. I was just rolling in my head, what text can I preach? I, I mean, I didn't know nothing. I got there, and I got there in time. They had Sunday school before church. And uh, I looked at uh, one of the deacons in the church, uh, and I said, hey, I'm going to just go to, um, to an office and just, just pray during Sunday school. And I went to do that. 
And I was in there on my knees saying, oh, God, please deliver me. Give me something uh, when I had really messed up that week. Well, I kind of threw something together and stood up and preached the worst sermon I've ever preached, uh, quite frankly, uh, that Sunday morning. And the people in the church, they loved me and they were very kind. I'd, I'd been preaching for them for a while off and on uh, as they were without a pastor. And they were all kind to me. And and this particular deacon, I went back to his house for lunch afterwards. And then I told him, I said, listen, I got some things I got to do this afternoon. I was supposed to preach that night, too. And I, I said, I, I'm just, uh, I, I got to go do some stuff. I'll, I'll see you tonight. And usually I hung out with him and his family for the afternoon. But I, I got in a car and I drove um, out to a uh, rest stop on the highway. And I sat there, Joe, and what you said a few moments ago is exactly what I told God. I said, God, I've blown it. And now you're going to put me on a shelf and you're never going to use me again. I mean, here I am, 16 years old. I've been preaching just a few years and, and I've already ruined my life. And I'm never going to be used because I failed, because I didn't live out the priorities that uh, that you've given me. And and I'm done. And I, I sat there in my car just praying for, I don't know, a couple hours. And all of a sudden... Uh, and I certainly didn't know what I was going to do that night because I was supposed to preach again at 6 o'clock. And all of a sudden, God's Spirit just began to remind me of verses. And I, I went to Psalm 32 and realized that, hey, that's exactly the way I feel. My bones are actually waxing old within me because I've disobeyed God and not followed His priorities. Then the Lord reminded me of Psalm 51 where David is restored and then mm -hmm ultimately to, um, I moved over to First John chapter 1 and uh, verse 9. And by the time uh, I had walked through all of that, uh, praying through it, reading it, studying it in prayer, I knew that God had forgiven me and uh, that now I needed to get back on track. And I went that night and preached probably one of the best sermons I've ever preached on forgiveness and restoration and uh, being being right. And so, Joe, people out there listening may already be worried about, oh, man, if I set priorities, what happens if I fail? Or maybe you set them last year and you realize that, man, I have not done what God wanted me to do this year. Listen, don't despair. Maybe even just listening to this podcast is God's opportunity that he's giving you to ask his forgiveness because he does forgive and to get back on track of following his priorities. Mm. Great question. That's really good, President Ballard, and um, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say it was your best sermon on humility. <laughs> pretty, uh, I'm glad you didn't say that, but but in a more serious note, um, you said earlier, uh, where we put our time, our money, and our talent uh. is is how we reveal where our priorities are. Uh -huh. And for the Christian, I think that's just so so crucial. Is is the Christian's priority is a right relationship with God, uh -huh. and that's that's to walk faithfully with the Lord. Uh -huh. And so, Christian, like like Doctor Ballard said, if you know you've messed up, if you know you've fallen in your priorities, well, your priority right now is to get right with God, and and we know He offers that to you. Amen. Um, so, and and Joe, the others will fall in line uh, when that one is. But if you if that's not your number one priority, uh, you're going to struggle with the rest of your priorities too. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, President Ballard, I, I definitely think we've uh, we've reached our time for the day. There's a few other questions. I I hope our reader uh, can pick up your book and read to the point where you talk about Mr. Brophy. 
Sounds like a great guy. Gives you some some great pointers on priorities, and I think they'll really enjoy that. But do you have a closing thought um, from this podcast? Well, I tell you what. You mentioned Mr. Brophy. I tell you what. He uh, he really made a difference in my life. Uh, if he's listening to uh, this podcast, I, I actually have, when I was writing the book, stopped and wrote him a letter and thanked him uh, for the difference he made in my life. But he uh, at the time it didn't feel too good, Joe. I was I was in ninth grade and it felt like he was my uh, torturer. And uh, but uh, yes, uh, shout out to Mr. Brophy out there. I remember well, a college professor my freshman year. Uh, that seemed like my torture. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Well, I won't ask you if it was me. We'll just move on. Uh, and the thought for the week. Uh, listen, everyone has a limited amount of time, talents, and treasures. Uh, but you need to discover God's priorities for you and for your life and persevere in those by living those priorities out day by day. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Ballard. And thank you for joining us for Perspectives on Perseverance today. If you'd like to know more about Northeastern Baptist College, please visit us on the web at www.nebcvt.org. No matter what today may bring, persevere and have a great day in Jesus. And also, as a reminder, if you'd like to find Dr. Ballard's book, you can look it up on Amazon as Priorities, Reaching the Life God Intended. You can also find it on our website, or you can look for it in a Barnes & Noble near you. Thanks. Have a great day. Strengthened